Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome, Riley Lassen, to the Shift Podcast. You haven't done the Shift before, right? You did my other podcast. I did the IRL one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, you know what's so funny with you being on? So uh, I wanted to have you on anyway, but also me and Tori spoke about last week on the podcast about what's it called? Vigimitis? Oh, vaginismus. Vaginismus. So Tori I just learned how to say it. (laughs) It's not hard. Why do they make all these, you know, uh, things hard like um, dyslexia or uh, all the words with conditions are hard like multiple cirrhosis that's like a fucking mouthful they're like if it's hard for you to deal with you might as well not be able to say it either yeah yeah it's not real if you can't pronounce the full thing exactly but she was saying her uh, current partner was saying she had an elastic vagina and she was like worried Ooh. about that and I was like oh no he probably just had been with someone you know who had vegematosis or vegematosis where it's like very tight and she was like what is that and so I don't think a lot of people unless they've watched sex education know about it so you have it yeah seeing that on sex education I felt very validated um having it because most of the time and it's crazy most of the time is women don't know what it is. I didn't know what it was. And I, when I tell people like our age, older women, my mom didn't really know what it was when I was diagnosed. So it, so having that on sex education, I was like, yes, thank you. Like, it was so lovely to see because so many times like other things, it's not diagnosed correctly. You know, like my gynecologist literally said, have a glass of wine when you have sex. Oh, here, that's ridiculous. That's like- <laughs> but wait, for the listeners, what is it? So when I was diagnosed, so I'll like go like rewind back to, you know, not knowing what it was in college, you know, horny college student, all my friends having sex. I was trying to have sex and I even have sex. I just wanted to like hook up at this point. I wasn't even using tampons because every time I used a tampon, it was so uncomfortable. So I thought I was either doing it wrong or whatever. And I was embarrassed to talk about it. Weird enough. (laughs) me being me I was embarrassed I was like ah when I started hooking up with guys I started feeling very uncomfortable because everything that I did was either painful uncomfortable um something didn't feel right and it wasn't the situation with the guy it was my something was up with my body right and I was like maybe um maybe I do need a glass of wine maybe I need to get high maybe I need to relax so um there's a lot of weird things going on no one really knew. I didn't really talk to my parents. Finally go to my gynecologist and I'm like, hey, 
something's up down there. Like, I'm so we- annoyed with your gynecologist. Like and most she- doctors are like, don't drink at all. And she's like, just get drunk. So she's like, have a glass of wine, relax, take it easy. And I said to her, and this is why when you think something's like up with your body, like be proactive as much as you can. I know it's hard, but I was like, no, something is not right. And she did a pap. I know we all love paps, pap smears. And I like passed out from the pain. I passed out and I woke back up and she's like, oh, I know what you have. She didn't call it vaginismus at the time. She said it was a high pelvic wall disorder, which technically means, and she says, she said type pussy. And I was like, a type. <laughs> You're like, I heard that was good. I know. I was like, I thought guys like that, but this is like medically tight where it's like not fun. <laughs> it's like not the cute type yeah. pussy. When anything's and medical, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not cute. I was like, oh my God. And she said, she said, you know, what it is, is the walls of your vagina. <laughs> so technical. The walls of your vag, um, they're so sensitive and they're so tight. And you just have to like kind of ease them up, relax the muscles. So something could penetrate like a tampon or a penis or a pink, whatever can go in. She said, your walls are so tight and the muscles are so like, they're not, opening they're not relaxing so you have to learn to relax those muscles and she said two things can happen one thing is you can she said you could put a dill you can use a dildo and like work it like it's a muscle it's like say you pulled a hamstring like you work the muscle um she said or you can go to physical therapy so and i was vagina like physical therapy they're just literally like vagina physical therapy. yes oh they stick a no, finger in yeah literally so i <laughs> And at the time, at the time I had just graduated college and I was about to move to New York city. And I was like, hell no, I'm not dealing with this right now. Right. I get to New York and, you know, live in life. And I, and I said to myself, it was a couple months in, I said, Riley, if you want a relationship, if you want to have a healthy, whatever, you need to learn to have healthy, like fun sex. Yeah. So I went to therapy, told her about my issues. She said, and finally, um, about, maybe nine months into moving to New York, I went to physical therapy and that's exactly what it is, Katie. It was literally like, she went a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of like hip movements, a lot of opening up the hip flexors. And she would like technically finger me, <laughs> but like it was, she a doctor. She's a doctor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's, I hope she's yeah. actually some like, cause you know, there's some off the sex- street, right? Oh yeah. Some <laughs> sex experts are great, but then it's just some like one who's like, I'm a sex expert. And they're like, right. a bit- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, this woman's fingering me every Tuesday at 2 PM in Washington Heights. Like, no, she, uh, it was good. It was very, I, it's not like you get off on that. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, it's, it's like when they stick hot. a finger up your arse to check. If right. Answer. It literally, not- yeah. It literally feels like you're stretching out a muscle. Did it and, work? Oh, girl, it was a. I did it for about a year, and then I had sex. And the thing is, now was that the first time you had sex was after. Yeah, that? yeah. I was oh twenty. I was twenty-four. Wow. But like good, healthy, like fun sex. The ones that I tried before was like they would kind of stick it in, and I would be like, I can't. Like I start, you know, what I mean, and then it'd be over. But this was like I actually had the sex sex. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the overall. I mean, that's like a, a, a win, you know, you did the year, you got it done. You could have waited until you were 30 and then it would have been 31 before you were able to have sex. Or I think this is great. You know, you, you got the job done. A lot of people would be very uncomfortable with going. A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of women are uncomfortable going to the bloody gyno. So 
And it was just, so invasive. Yeah. Hey, you're getting imagine like, just like, she was so sweet. She was like this young, like she was like 30 something year old, she's a nice Jewish woman, Washington Heights. Like we would always talk about being Jewish. Like it was so cute. And like, we have a little, we had a little bond, but she was like, she was a great doctor. But after a year I was like, oh shit. But it's still really, I still have, you still have to like practice. Like in sex education, she had the um, dilators. Yeah. Like help her open up. Same thing. So it's like skinny dildo, medium dildo type of thing, right? Yeah. You kind of like work your way up. Yeah. And so, <laughs> but you, you've, you've had big penis since, so you've stretched it out, right? Well, that's the thing. Like most of the guys for some, for some <laughs> reason, why I'm making big penises and like you, you look like thinking, you look big worse luck. it's so funny because my other friend she has vaginosis is oh my god it literally sounds like a I Harry love Potter. it I, I'm not helping because I love watching you do that I know it's like a Harry Potter wand wizard it's like he put it like like a Harry spell. Potter put a curse yeah you put a curse on your vagina vaginosis <laughs> from the house of Slytherin <laughs> such an old <laughs> reference I'm so sorry, listeners. No, I loved it. <laughs> um, no, my friend, so she has it, and she told me she loves skinny penis for that because I remember I had um, seen like a really, really skinny, really, really skinny willy, and I hadn't seen that before. I and I just, you know, it's funny because you just don't know different body types I actually was this is like such a derail but I'll come back to what I was saying but I was in um, a store looking for a book for my godson for Christmas and then there was this book um and I brought it home with me I can't remember what it was called but I'll I'll bring it I'll read it in the podcast at some point uh for you listeners because it was amazing it's a sex education or like and also consent and said what is love but it's um, a book about uh for seven to ten year olds to read to them or for them to read themselves um all about like the body and it literally had like cartoon willies and cartoon tits and cartoon vaginas and I like fuck as I was reading I was like I'm 31 and I'm learning stuff so it should be seven to forever um but that as well there was like different willies in it and I think like you know even me oh my god I said this as well on the last podcast but there's a show called Naked Attraction in the UK but it's basically like you get to see their body before you see their face and the guy has to pick them it's like blind date but he's picking them from their body I know it's fucking wild we should know I will I will find a way to watch it for when we all hang out and have tea and like oh my god it's the Ah! best show it's wild and it's not even like doing well it has like no followers on Instagram but like so then I was because I was like do people go on this show to get like a following but like no they're all just mental but anyway and fair play to them though because for me I get to see all the different vaginas and I was like this is so interesting because you just think that you don't know and they're all different and same with willies and so this guy's willie was really skinny and it was really like just a penis I hadn't seen before Um, and then I was saying it to my friend and she was like oh I love that because I have vaginosism Um, and uh, she said I I actually prefer when it's skinny because it's uh, it's more enjoyable for me it doesn't hurt and I was like wow literally there's a vagina there's a dick for a vagina like you know you just find the right fit um but small ones like with small ones as well I feel bad for men because they're like, oh, I have a like, oh, small penis. I'm, I'm like, there are women out there that will love that penis. Like, don't you worry, sir. Yeah, don't you worry is right. But you, you're like, no, I'm going to fucking get my physical. What's it called? Physical what? Oh, the physical, physical therapy. Physical therapy. So you can have a big penis. 
Well, that, the thing is, it's like, I haven't gone in so long. And I just talked to a friend about this because she also has it. She yeah. still goes every once in a while. And I was like, girl, I've not gone since I moved to New York. So this was like almost five years ago. Does it Four stretch half- back? Does it go back if you don't go? But the thing is, it's all like, it's all the muscles will always stay the same. Well, for me, I'm, I have to do more research on that. But like, for me, it's the same type. I have just learned psycho. It's a lot of psychological stuff too. Like you have to be comfortable. That's like when, like I tried so hard to be a hoe and this is like, I respect hoes so much. Cause I'm like, I wish like, I love, I'm very sexual. Like I would love to be hooking up all the time with different men. Cause I connect. So I love it. My vagina does it. My vagina, as soon as I'm with a guy for the first time, it's like, eat. like it has to be warmed up. Not even like physically, like my mind has to connect to my vagina. It really has to like, you know, like when you're like the Wi-Fi and the internet and they both turn off, like that's what literally like it needs to connect. Um, if it doesn't, it's just going to end up being painful. And I think that that goes along with a lot of women too. Yeah, I think even women who don't have who don't have uh, some sort of like psychological thing where you may not even know it. And you're like, yo, that sex was so bad. It's like, well, maybe your pussy was just like not not having it today. Like, I'm not oh, yeah. doing it. No, completely. I think if you're not um if you're not feeling it or if you're feeling pressure to do it, especially like sometimes if you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, I gotta or you might go home with a guy in a night out and then you've changed your mind because you start to sober up a bit, but you just go through with it, which I, I never do, but I've done that plenty of times. Right, right, and you're like, Oh, just get this over and it's not comfortable because your body knows it's like we don't wanna do this. So it's like a tenses tenses up but wait so your muscles are always going to be at a tight but you got to keep doing these exercises kind of like I suppose for people to have like tight calf muscles they got to do a lot of stretches or whatever right it's that's literally the perfect way to say it's honestly stretching which I don't do like I still don't use tampons because it's still so uncomfortable say if I use those dilators all the time it probably would be easier for me, but that's also me. And I have to figure my shit out more and like, okay, Riley. So why don't you want to use a tamp? You know what I mean? Like a lot, of, and a lot of it, you people think, oh, it's physical. And like I said before, sometimes it's just me- it's mental. Like you having to accept like, okay, this is going to be fine. You know, when like someone gives you a shot, you're like, that wasn't so bad, but someone gave you the needle and they're like, do it to yourself. Oh yeah. Fuck that. Nice. That's so much harder. So like when oh, I was dude. doing physical therapy, she was like, Hey Riley, I want you to go home this week. And I want you to like do it yourself or use the dilators. And I would go home and I would look at these dilators and I would be like, I'm not touching you guys today. <laughs> like I couldn't, she had to do it. I couldn't do it. No, you are so right. We tend to procrastinate a lot. It's like when you go to the dermatologist and you're like, okay, you have to just put, or the dentist. The dentist is like, okay. just floss. And then you don't floss until a month before you have to see the dentist again because you're like, oh, I can be arsed. Um, right. You yep. procrastinate yep. a lot when it's yourself. But please use your dilators. <laughs> I, know, I know that's why, like, when I'm hooking up with a guy, like, I was hooking up with this guy kind of consistently and it kind of fell off. And I was, I was sad. I was like, oh man, but most of it, I was like, now my pussy has to get used to another person. Like it was getting, it was getting so used to it. So when I would hook up with this guy, I didn't have to do the whole warm up or the whole breathing. Cause when I'm with a new guy, I'll tell them sometimes like, Hey, I'm going to do some breathing exercises. 
wait so what do you do do you go off for a second I mean like like I just need 10 minutes and I need to do some some breathing in the room or what are the breathing exercises walk us through that so for me yeah so my physical therapist taught me this and honestly it has helped um I didn't do this in the beginning because I was kind of embarrassed but then I was like hey if the guy doesn't like this yeah fuck him bye like yeah. this is what my I, my body needs we just have to we just have to go through this part to get to the you know so it can be enjoyable for all of us because I don't think you'll be able to like it, it won't work if I don't do this for myself. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's just like slow breathing, like, like literally like just like to calm down the body um, before the, before the actual like sex part. But sometimes they'll freak out a guy. Like if you don't, if you didn't tell them and they're all of a sudden you're like, like, <laughs> he must like are you meditating? Jesus. Yeah. He's like, Jesus, she has to really like, like give herself patience to have sex with me my therapist says that all the time like yeah do breathing exercises just in all this is great advice for everybody like just in all walks of life if you're feeling stressed out just breathe and you don't you forget you're like oh yeah um and it works that getting relaxed as well again is not just for women who have uh (laughs) (laughs) it's also for like coming and because you can get real in your head so Breathing exercises would probably help a lot of women to relax their body, to get to have sex, to actually orgasm. I I hundred percent agree with you. I, a lot of it, I think, with sex is, you know, there's so many things to think about, and you're thinking about so many different things. Like, how do I look? What is he thinking? What am I thinking? Is does this feel good? I'm tired. Oh my god, I forgot to shave. Like all these things. And next thing you know, he comes, and you're like, oh shit, like. Yeah. It's honestly, I think, cause there's so much going on. You might not even realize you might be like, no, I'm in the moment. But a lot of times I think we're kind of outside, like we're kind of watching ourselves. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. This is funny. This sounds like a vagina yoga for like sex yoga. Uh, <laughs> you should open a vagina yoga uh, store, but, um, or what are they I would be there every, I would be the customer. I feel like I'd be a terrible <laughs> owner, <laughs> but yeah, I guess, um, uh, it is true that you're kind of like watching yourself outside of your body. I feel like um, for women, uh, I want to make this a joke some some stage. I don't know how to make it a joke because I don't think it's funny right now. But I think I was thinking about this today because I couldn't really. We hadn't had sex in a while because we were in Ireland. And then I had all this pressure that we hadn't had sex in a while. So I was like, oh, I just couldn't really get into it. And it was frustrating me. Um, but then I, I just like whipped out the vibrator because it's so like intense that it kind of gets you out of your head, you know? <laughs> it's like character that's (laughs) yeah so um that helps me like just because it's like not I'm not like putting pressure on my hand or them I'm just like bringing in an expert you know a professional bring in a prop yeah exactly so but I was thinking about like how they call it le petite mort uh for all the French I don't know if there's like two French listeners and like thanks for fucking up our you know it's like it means uh orgasm over there means the little death and that was I was getting so philosophical about this because when I orgasm, a bunch of images will come into my head from like my past, maybe something like me being in school. Does that happen to you? Wow. I've only come twice in my life. That sounds like now I'm now I'm like trying to like, how, how can I come? Because I want to. 
like wait that sounds so cool wait images of like you as a child and like yeah yeah it'll just kind of like just go into a different it's like maybe like I'm on drugs but they say when you die you you're filled with like this DMT stuff and it's so basically like your life flashes before your eyes and I wonder whoever called it the little death was that because that's what they were feeling maybe they were feeling like a like a like and I feel like that when I orgasm I just kind of certain memories like this is so weird but today it was like the buffalo wings from a restaurant in Manute and I was like oh yeah I forgot I really liked them and Manute is in Ireland so it's so specific that's something from like 10 years ago this is like a superpower I don't know we have to circle back to you only coming twice by the way but um no I I'm so interested like that's a whole superpower Kate like you can do wow I don't know but maybe I'm just a weirdo maybe this isn't anybody else and I've just totally taken meaning out of this but if that is what what was oh here's the thing too I feel like for women just circling back to you saying like you're so in your head and then it's over um do you ever like when you're about to orgasm and I think uh it, it feels like and I tried to explain this to Leland today or like for men when we are about to orgasm it's like your heart drops it's like it feels like a moment mm-hmm. of regret so if we don't reach that orgasm we just have that feeling of regret like or that feeling of anticipation because that's right before the explosion of good feelings so right. if you if, if we don't come in sex you're kind of left being like oh and then like with the person you're just feeling like oh well I didn't enjoy that I regret that so it's like really important for us to relax and enjoy it and two for our partner to go along with figuring out how to make you come because it's such a hot not or reaching it that feeling before is such a horrible feeling it's like feels like shame to me anyway so I don't know if that's what other people feel like it's like a closure you want closure with like say you're having issues with the guy and then you know you're like I'm not talking anymore whatever and then you guys stop talking it's like there was no closure so then you feel this awkward like and I totally agree I think it's the same thing with orgasms and like you know my issue was so the, so the two, I've only come twice in my life. And, that, those and what, are, what do you men. define as coming though? Sorry, they were two what? I interrupted you. Oh, it was with men. Okay, with men. It was with one guy. Okay, one guy came twice. Not yes. Never by yourself. Never. Um, do you masturbate? That's the thing. Not really. And I think it circles back to me having to like I like you you have to it's like we said we have to work still keep working on these things like I have to keep working on the vaginismus I might have to go back to physical therapy because in my head when I do it to myself it doesn't feel it's I close off I'm I get scared because I think I think it's going to be painful well you don't need to put anything inside you to masturbate you could just rub your clitoris yeah and that doesn't do nothing for me that's the thing the times I've come Katie has been penetrated like been sex like he was in me well you know the clitoris is your g-spot as well it's just the front of it I know I don't know I don't know why I've never even like when a guy fingers me or if I'm like with myself I can't get there will you do me a favor yes will you try for a couple of months and then we'll get you back on and let me know because I had to do it like a project (laughs) honestly if you're in your head, do your breathing before, wet your fingers, rub around your whole, because it might not be on the clitoris, it might be like to the side, because the clit is like 10 inches underneath your vagina. So sometimes if you rub like the, the lip part or if you rub yeah. above, so rub until you feel what feels good and then move around. And if that doesn't feel good, come back to it. Um, and, you know, think about things that get you off. I actually don't think about sexual things because I don't know, I'm just like thinking about like 
a desert or something i just let my head go weird i don't let my head just go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so just like enjoy the feeling because uh, you have have you done that kind of but then i and then i get frustrated and then i just give up so um, pa- stick yeah. past the frustration because that's the thing too and then <laughs> you know what you know here's a good analogy for you you know when you're on stage and you've told a good joke it crushes and you tell the next joke uh and it kind of bombs you tell the next joke and it kind of bombs you know it's easy to go fuck this i'm gonna bomb the rest of the set or you go it this isn't this is usually a good joke this is me what am i doing wrong and it's usually you've gotten distracted you're not connecting you're you're not wow what an analogy yes switch it up so when you get frustrated just you know take a second re re recenter yourself and like give yourself a break because this is going to change your life really lesson and i'm excited wow I feel like I have homework. Like I'm like, should I cancel my spot tonight? Like, <laughs> like, excuse me, I got a mask. But I think, yeah, I think you should give yourself that shot because I was 27, I think, when I started doing that, and it changed my life. Right. So, and oh just wow, because- so I'm around the age of doing that, so it's time. It's time for yeah. me to, <laughs> especially if you come already from penetration, and it might just be, you know maybe it'll turn out that this is all wrong, but I don't, I don't think so because the clit is one big. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe someone will message in and be like, no, I've tried all of that. But, you know, give, at least give yourself, especially what you have in vaginosis. Vaginosis. It'd, <laughs> it'd be really nice if you could learn to orgasm that way. And it'd take that as well. It'll take a lot of the pressure. So for me, I kind of, I can't orgasm during sex if I haven't already orgasmed. And so I figured that out and true masturbation. And so now I'll just like, when we're kissing, I'll like masturbate and it'll get myself off. So then when we're having sex, a is no pressure on the guy he can kind of like just be like okay i'm gonna come because i'll i'll come during sex it'll be so quick and if i don't i'll just masturbate afterwards and they're like they think that's hot and they're like oh less work for me great so right oh my god i and the, honestly the whole taking the pressure off just sounds it just sounds peaceful like that sounds nice and honestly like i've been chasing whatever i had with that guy like he made me come right like we had sex i came and then he, then he left, whatever. And then that night I was like, what did he prep? Like, what happened? Like what I was trying to figure it out because I was like, and then I got frustrated and stopped. And then he came back like a couple, a couple days later. And I was like, can we, can that happen? What we did last time? And he's like, okay. And they came again. I'm like, oh, and I was so excited, but then I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, and I told Remy Casimir, because she does, ha- and we've been talking about this. And she was like, you know, so many women, like there's a percentage that like can't come from penetration. I just felt yeah. so cool. Oh my God. Most women can't. It's something like, uh, I read it was 70% of women won't come from penetration alone. Penetration. So at that point I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic. But ever since then, I still have yet to come from myself. So like, who's the winner here? I was like, and at that time I was like, ha yeah. And now I'm like. Oh, I haven't come in like two years now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, please make this as a, pr- a project for yourself. I'll go back to yoga and you, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, learn your body because it would Aww. be it would be interesting. And maybe look, um, the penetration thing as well. Well, what is your definition of coming? So you orgasm and did you squirt or? I didn't squirt, but there was definitely it was a new feeling like yeah. this. It was definitely different. Um, I couldn't feel my legs after. Whoa. Like I was like, 
right? It was like one of those things. Cause he told me he was like, get on top. And I was like, ah, I don't want to get on top. He's like, get on top. I was like, ah. and then he's like, stop. So I was like, hey. so I got on top and I was like, and then I came and I'm like, oh, that's what I have to do is get on top. I Wait, was so- so he might've been you being on top might be also rubbing your clitoris. Okay. Cause you're on top. Were you moving? Oh, right. Were you moving front to back or up and down? No, I was front to back. I was doing, yeah. So that's clear. Oh my God. Because the only okay. time I would ever get that feeling where it wouldn't reach. And I feel bad for my long-term partner in Ireland because it wasn't his fault. I'd be like, yeah, I came. But it, I thought I was going to wet myself. So I'd stop myself before because I didn't really understand what coming oh. was. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, the only time I would ever reach that was when I was on top going forward and back. But now I know that that's like because your clit, literally his dick is rubbing off your clit. And if he has any stomach fat as well, it's rubbing it off it too. Or yeah, so I'm telling you, I feel like I wow. know that you can get this clit going. <laughs> this is like so exciting. I was like, and then too, I was like, I was like, I have to talk to Katie. I was like, let me back. I was like, I have to talk to Katie. I have to talk to Katie. Then this is, I was okay. This is my adventure for tomorrow. I got the whole day off. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> and um, look into it as well. Like, look up. I'm well. Me and Adair and Sabine were, and Lindsay were talking about getting a sharing a pass for this called thing called orgasm. So we'll get you in on that. I'll set up oh. a group for like tea and this orgasm website because it teaches you all about the different ways to masturbate and loads of other stuff just about like women's bodies that we don't know about because it could be even like something as simple as like wetting your hand before or they you know maybe like uh, a position like when I was trying to do it I put my legs up against the wall at one stage I was like or just getting have you do you have a vibrator for your clip no I've always been so I know I and the thing is I've gotten them for my birth Caitlin Murphy's bought me a vibrator like I've got I bought one when I was in England like I've had I had vibrators but I would always get so frustrated. I just end up being like, I'd stop. Yeah. So maybe just try. We, I also, to be honest with you, I only bring the vibrator in sometimes when I wanted to go quicker, but I actually prefer my hand because I can feel, I literally can feel what I'm enjoying and then like move it. And like, sometimes with the vibrator, it's too much. Wow. It feels like I'm getting carpet burn on my clit. I'm like, okay, calm down. <laughs> Autopilot. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, I am excited for you. I know you have to go in 20 minutes. Can we cover one other thing um oh, yes. you have wait uh ovarian what's it called oh pcos uh polycystic ovarian syndrome mm-hmm. um and what is that exactly um so i'm trying to i don't want to like i want to say it correctly and like this there's like four different types of pcos um mine is insulin resistance so um when i was younger i cysts on my ovaries i was about 14 and one popped and I was in so much pain. I was like, I was crying. I couldn't move. I went to a gynecologist, but I was like 14, 15 years old. So like, you know, you know what I mean? Like it was a weird, like showing up at a gyno um, so in so much pain. She's like, what's going on? We did an ultrasound. She saw there was cysts um, and she was like, okay, this is probably the PCOS. And then as I've gotten older, the symptoms that come with it, a weight gain, this is insulin resistance. So with these cysts and everything, you don't even need to have cysts, but it causes it's kind of from, for me, it's like the diabetes of the ovaries. Okay. That's what they called it, where you can't properly take in sugar correctly. Um, testosterone, all your hormonal, you have a lot, it's a lot of hormone issues going on. Um, so my symptoms were, um, the weight gain, 
Um, you get access, ac- uh, access, 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 facial hair, like oh, yes, yes. Facial hair, like, so like extra, I think it's so more testosterone. So I would get like hair on my face. My arms were super hairy. Um, it also leads to thinning hair. Um, I wear wigs now because my hair has gotten so bad. Um, I also think because stress does not help anything, you know, I think because of COVID and I had other things going on um, since I was 15, my hair just started to get thinner and thinner and thinner. Finally, I was like, fuck this. I started wearing wigs because I just felt super uncomfortable and I wanted to feel confident. So um, the wigs were great, but that um, and then and then infertility and some other like not fun, you know, uh, issues as well. But PCOS, it can be fixed by a lot, not fixed, but like between diet and I was put on birth control at 15 to regulate your, regulating your period is huge. Um, I was put on birth control. I was put on metformin, which is a diabetic medication. Since then though, I asked my, my endocrinologist if I can go off of metformin. Um, the diabetes medication kind of helps regulate your sugars, which helps, you know, the hormones, which helps you lose weight and everything. But I've been taking it since I was like 16. And I said, I was like, can I get off of it? And I've been taking the supplement called a Visitol and it's been great. And it's not as hard on the body. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of, it's it's very weird, but you know, it's one of those annoying hormonal, uh, you know, syndromes that a lot of women have and they don't realize that they have it either and how so if they don't realize they have it they're just going around is it with like pain or it's just undiagnosed or right like you might be like oh my god my, my periods are never regular um my hair is falling out I can't seem to lose this last 20 pounds it's like check hey you might want to check that out like there could be something going on in you I'm glad that you're spreading awareness about that because that's, I'm sure there's, pl- and plus I've heard since you've said it, I've heard way more women just randomly um, talking about it or telling me they had it and I had no idea or people saying their sister has it. And a lot of it is again, that it was maybe the weight uh, was an indicator or the hair was an indicator. And it's great that you're also saying like, I wear wigs and I'm happy with that. I remember you saying, I don't know if it was to me or a podcast or in your set, that you find you find it you're more comfortable dating black men because they've more experience with wigs. It's funny because like when I've been with black men, because I've I've also I've hooked up with I, I, I think one guy was wearing a wig with um he was white. And it's funny because when I was with one guy <laughs> and he was black, he pulled it off by accident during a blowjob. <laughs> And like, I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. And then the, and I do this joke on stage because it's funny, like a guy pulling off a wig during it, but he was like, Riley, like, I get it. It's a wig. Like, just put it like, here, do you need help clipping it? Like, (laughs) so so sweet about it. He was so nice. Um, this one guy was with a little uncomfortable, but yeah, I have to say like they, they, every, they, but most guys are very like, they don't, they won't know. Sometimes they won't know. Yeah. And they'll just like, you'll eh, yank it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm like, it's awake. It's awake. It's awake. Um, because like the girl I go to, um, uh, slay beauty oh, get slay. I'm going to say it correctly. It's in, um, crown Heights, uh, Trisha. They're amazing. 
but she does my wigs and she makes it look so good oh my god that, Steph, when um, you literally remember that night we were at the stand and uh, i can't remember with some other comedian was like how did you go from black to blonde like that this hairdresser must be amazing you're like no it's a wig and she was like what her mind was blown like right I think yeah everyone at the stand that night they were like wait Riley did you just dye your hair I'm like no it's a wig (laughs) it's a but I have to say most guys have been very comfortable like and if they're not comfortable with it like fuck off like this is but I I was it was funny I was just talking to a friend about this the other day saying um how I'm I am I am nervous I am scared to take off my wig now with the guy um or not have one like say he comes over on a snow day and I just want to relax and like put up my hair whatever um I'm still uncomfortable because I've had guys in the past um who I've been with say um like what's wrong with your hair like oh is there gonna do something about your hair like you know your hair is thinning or like I'll wake up and they're like like they'll make a comment and the, and honestly, it's like, dude, you don't, you don't know me like that. First of all, yeah. oh, and, and if you do know me, one of the guys I known since a while for a while, he knew I had this issue and he said something to me and I was like, I get it. I totally get it. If you want to make a comment, like, Hey, your hair, like, and I'm open like that. I understand. Like if you want to have an open conversation, that's fine. Or like, if you're concerned for me, cool. Like, but if you're going to like make a rude comment, like, Ooh, something wrong with your hair. Like, um, maybe you should do something or put your hair up. Like, it's like, okay, well get your penis bigger. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. Do like, oh no. hundred percent. Right. Like it's a different so- rule for you and a different rule for them. And like for the good men listening, we know it's not you, but there, you might not realize it because you're a good person, but there's, this is nagging. And like Riley, if you didn't, weren't wearing a wig, they'd be like, what's wrong with your posture? Like I've had guys comment about my posture or mm-hmm. my toes. They are ugly toes, but Leland would never say that. He's always like, they're beautiful. He just like lies to my face. But... Or, it's like unique, or like something unique, like not even unique, but like, that's what makes you, you. Yeah. And especially when you're talking to someone in the beginning, like none of these men I were with for months, like a lot of them, like I just hooked up one night and they said Crazy. something. I was like, excuse me. And that one guy who was my friend who made a comment about my hair at this point, he had already said to me, um, Oh, I didn't realize your butt was so flat. It's okay. Like you can go to the gym for that. Oh, fuck that. No, this guy, this is what I'm saying. This guy's just a fucking ass. Exactly. So most of the time they're just, you just, have to know they're assholes and I think I have to come to realization I have to get comfortable with the fact that there are guys out there that just will accept you for you and not to worry and that's your body and to be comfortable but there are guys out there that fucking come in and be like why is boob one bigger than the other boob? You know what I mean? They'll just say some shit that you're like, shut the fuck up. Oh yeah. And they'll do this thing where they'll find the one thing you're insecure about and double down on it, or they'll mask it with a compliment, like something like, Oh yeah, you're you've a lovely arse. It's kind of small though, and you're like, wait, what? Right. I don't understand what just happened here. Am I the backhanded compliment? Oh, well, <laughs> like, and, shut up. and I think the thing for like, if there's certain men who just haven't seen wigs before, or you know, uh, you know, that's not like normal to them, they should really love it because I think something that we should all maybe do. I might actually get some wigs because, um. 
how or uh, what's that word it brings in especially if you're in a relationship it brings in a uh, new newness so like if you're able to change up your hairstyle or your wigs especially when it comes it to sex fun. or your partner yeah that's so much fun like, I had to say it is it is very fun like when, when I got the silver and blonde wig um and because I was going for very much my hair color my hair color is like dark very dark um I was like let me go for this other wig I didn't even care what I look like in it. I was like, I could look really bad, but like, let's just check it out. I felt so sexy. Like I felt, and this guy I was hooking up with, for some reason, we were hooking up um, every weekend. And that month, I guess I was doing something. The first weekend, I think I just got that wig. The second weekend, um, I put in my my bangs. The third weekend, I had headshots. So I used my straight, like he was hooking up with a different <laughs> wig every weekend. And he never said anything about my wig. And, I, and to myself, I went, he must know. Like he's got to know that this is all. <laughs> he was probably like, this is great. It's like a different woman each time. Yeah, he was like, this is different. But it was, it was awesome. And a lot of women, you know, get extensions, like, um, so it's not that far off. What your hair underneath, do you shave it or do you keep it really short? No, I just, my hair is like, it's pretty, it's like, it comes to like here now and mostly on it's, it's very much the top that like, it just is very, very, very thin where you can see the scalp, scalp, but scalp, but I just, you know, I used to put in powder. It was called um, Topic um, towards the end of high school and all through college. And when I moved to New York, I put in, I straightened my hair or I would do whatever. And I put in this powder. And a lot of times I'd be with the guy <laughs> and he would run his fingers through my hair. And he'd be like, what is on my hands? One time I was in a car with the guy and he hit a bump and my head hit the, the ceiling and the powder went on the ceiling. <laughs> I was like, I can't do it. I can't. And topic is great. Like a lot of people use it. They love it. I was getting so frustrated. I was like, fuck this powder. I can't. You know what? Like for, I have like hair that people always comment on that they like, cause it's long and so beautiful. Yeah, well, you know, and it's I think like longer hair has become a bit fetishized and porn and stuff. But what's funny about it is that you look at it and it looks nice. And guys always in the past have gone to run their hands, their fingers through my hair. And that's not that's not real. There's someone who has wavy hair. You can't run your fingers through it. So it's always like a good like where they do it and I don't have a chance to warn them. And then they get their hand caught and, and then they're the like hair. pulling my hair. <laughs> and it's not this romantic moment they had envisioned and they're just stuck in a knot or I remember one time like Leland was like scratching like the top of my head and it was feeling nice but then I was so frustrated afterwards because I just had this big nest of a knot and I was like actually my hair we can't do this it's just for looking <laughs> it's, not, it's not for running <laughs> you your fingers do you guys like did they did have they pulled your hair like pulled it since it's so long yeah, one guy specifically, but uh, he was like also just like really rough in the bedroom, and I really hated that. I've asked Leland to do it because he's just so nice so and sweet. sweet. Yeah, that like you know, I know we had um that sex expert on that you love as well, uh, Doctor Bachava. Um, oh, that's with her. She's great, and in her book, I she says, her. "Yeah, you call her." Oh, I follow. Oh, no, I follow oh, her on Instagram. I was like, yeah. I want to call her. Um, <laughs> 
she and I read her book like before I interviewed her I read the whole book I loved it it was really easy read to be honest I would recommend it to anybody it's called sex points but um in one of the chapters she says how sometimes what you need in a long-term partner isn't sexy you know like kind and uh, reliable and you know for a lot of us sometimes you know you want to just get railed by like the like the bad guy so <laughs> you have to bring that element into the bedroom so like obviously when that asshole was pulling my hair it wasn't attractive because I was like oh you're a dick all the time but when Leland does it it brings this new element I'm like he's so kind and he takes care of me and he like makes me tea and gives me a foot rub but then if he like pulls my hair in the bedroom it's like yeah it's, you oh, know, I love it yeah yeah okay okay yeah it gives a it just adds a different That's element hot. So. No, I never even realized that because sometimes I'd be with a guy and I don't really like them like that and they'll do something and usually I'd be like wow I usually would find this so hot but like you're annoying yeah because they're really always can. annoying and now they're just choking me while being annoying yeah and they like neg you <laughs> early on earlier on you're like okay this is just a negative experience whereas at least if a guy he was like really sweet and kind to you and I can imagine then if you tried I don't like being choked because I don't like anything touching my neck I don't even like my t-shirts right. up near my neck but um I could see how that would be really sexy then because you're like oh a different same with wigs oh a different it, like we love novelty okay. I am gonna I yeah. was watching I was watching Cruella which is for, for listeners watch that movie it's so good but um she i was like seeing her with all her different wigs and i was like i'm getting a fucking wig (laughs) because remember you had your red wig as well that was hot oh the red wig oh my god i love that i love it i love it i love it that's why like i was on it the other day because like they're you want to get a quality wig they're they're expensive and like i've had some really great friends to like show me like good websites to use and now i have like my favorite website. I have like, I know my cap size. I know like in the beginning, figuring it all out. Like I'm, that's why I'm so grateful for some of my friends who were like, should be like, okay, you're going to want this, not this. You're going to want that. And, and then, um, when I get my hair done, she'll be like, next time I get a smaller cap than a bigger cap. Like, so a lot of it is just figuring out too. Cause sometimes you'll guess you'll like, oh, this is good. And then it doesn't look that good, you know? So yeah. I never wanted to come like show up somewhere and it look like, that's why I always get so nervous. I'm like, I hope it doesn't look bad. But at the end of the day, it's like, if you feel confident and you feel good, it's all that matters. But sure, I knew you for years before. And then you told me you were wearing wigs and I was like, ah, I didn't no one knows like that's how good they are but like for other people who also just want to add it you know you like if you were like you I'm sure you get a cheap one if it's like I just want to on a Tuesday have red hair right you could just get a cheap one right could you yeah like you totally can I am now spoiled myself where I'm like oh but like I got a wig for my birthday the one that I wore um that night and it's like a brown color like a light brown like chestnut and I was so excited. And my mom's like, Riley, you're moving. Like you have all these expenses. And I like went out and because my mom knows she's like, I know how much those wigs are. <laughs> how, do you mind me asking how much? Are they? Oh, no, it's the, the brown one that I bought was $250. Okay. But look, sorry. Most people who get their hair cut, I don't, I just cut my hair myself. They're spending two to $300 in New York right. to get a haircut. Right. My, my black, my black one, my long, long one, that was like three twenty. But like, oh, yeah, that's the thing. You wear it all the time. Like you get it done. It looks nice. It feels good. It's light. You don't, I'm not like itching. Like it feels good. You know, it's not like, if, yeah, if you get three of those a year, you're saving money than most people getting haircuts. Cause women here get haircuts and dye their hair maybe every three months, let's say at least. 
So, and they're spending $300 probably if they're getting right. hair dye as well. To just get your and hair cool here is Right. If you're blonde too, like it's I possible. can't, every time I say, every time I say, like meet someone or a friend who's blonde and they have to get their hair done, I'm like, damn, like that's commitment. Like okay. good for you, but whoo. <laughs> and I just, I, I dyed my hair for blonde for 10 years and it's just like, and it was way really? cheaper in Ireland, but just like, oh, yeah. I also burned my, my hair is much lighter on this side, like t- thinner because she like burnt my head once anyway. Well, that's also because I was doing it on the cheap, but I know you have to go. So plug your Instagram. Thank you. Oh, it's uh, at Riley Lassen, R-I-L-E-Y-L-A-S-S-I-N. Please go follow Riley. Do you have a podcast now? No, I can't really do it. Like I'm because the radio station, I was just on a show. So I'm figuring all that out now. So um, hopefully something will be coming soon. You know, some good stuff will be coming. But right now, you know, just trying to create and um comedy <laughs> well i love you i'm gonna let you go crush it on your show where's your show it's at the tiny cupboard okay cool I'm- it's natalie's show yeah tiny cupboard oh cuomo oh she's great yeah. she's been on she's the show before me. talking about you know heart yeah so but thank you so much for having me okay ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.